If you're not 100% satisfied, I'll give you your money back. Visit us at simplegreen.com. The information and opinions you hear on this radio show are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of KFNX, its affiliates, management, or advertisers. Money, 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 money. I'm Tina Michelle. No, not Fly Mackie. But you know what? I might. I think my hair is better. Even though his hair is longer, my hair is just a little better than Fly Mackie. And I just love being here today. He's on the road a little bit, so I get to take his place um, and have somewhat of a conversation about crypto, crypto, what's happening in the world. I had to call on one of my besties who's over there at South by Southwest, and she is a huge representative and fan and enthusiast and educator in the area of cryptocurrency. I'm sort of not, not. I just want to know how to spend it. How do we get people involved, especially as women, right? Over the past 100 years, we have not been involved in the conversation about making crypto, um, making money relevant for women and making the industry relevant for women. And um, I was warned that this is more of a, you know, conservative audience. But, you know, I'm going to talk about what I know, and that's being a woman. And so we now get to be engaged in this conversation around new tech, new finances and cryptocurrency and make new laws and have a whole new frontier ahead of us and making this economy. And I'm really encouraging women right now to be part of this economy in a meaningful way, right, and calling it the she economy. So to me, one of the critical people in this conversation, a complete disruptor of technology nationwide, and I believe worldwide, is on with me and that is the beautiful the one and only adrian ashley are you there my love hello i am here hello tina and thank you so much for having me on oh my gosh do you like my intro for you i do i absolutely do and i am with you 1000 percent i'm the co-founder of crypto vixens and we are a non-profit that inspires women to join founding teams as either co-founders or advisors, regardless of technical expertise, because let's face it, the Internet was born by a bunch of guys in their underwear and basements, and most <laughs> women didn't even notice for the first 20 years. So I believe that now that we have this burgeoning industry, which we are called, you know, which is blockchain, that we, as women, uh, need to actually find our place in that industry at the inception so that we can increase diversity of thought and, and just diversity of projects. Yeah, I think that's going to be better for the world. That's right. And bring the sexy into it. What I love about the fact is that you're really sort of in the conversation in the beginning. You didn't sort of just jump on when Bitcoin went to 11,000, right? You were there Uh, at the inception. I've been been in (laughs) since 2009 and I was pretty much like one of the few women around back then. I'm just lucky that I was also an early adopter uh, in the Internet world. So. I have a lot of great male friends, and, and they don't look at me as, you know, oh, she's a female. She can't have this conversation. They look at me like, oh, you used to break into banks for a living. You're a tech queen. Yeah, we yeah, like yeah. you. Well, Adrian is a complete disruptor, right? You're a disruptor. <laughs> so that's what I love about you, even down to some of the other products that you have coming out, which we can talk about because you place sure. them on the blockchain. But I want to, you know, I want people mm-hmm. to have this conversation to understand that this is a money conversation. This is not necessarily a woman conversation. This is not a men's conversation. It's not a conservative conversation. It's not a liberal conversation. This is about future tech and the future of our economies, right? Absolutely it is. I agree with you a thousand percent. So would I like to frame this conversation up? And you know what? I know that Fly Mackey, he is a guy, so his audience is 80% male. <laughs> so what That's I want okay. to... Men, men love me. So it's, and a matter of fact, they're going to actually love my project because uh, it's actually for them. Yeah. To help them. Well, I want yeah. them to tell the women that are in their worlds right now. I want them to tell yeah. like five people to tune into the Fly Mackey show, to go to flymackey.com, do whatever you have to do to get the stream, whether it's going to 1100kfnx.com. Get on the line, get on the conversation. And if you want to call in and, chir- and, and tune in, this is not a conversation of, of dispute and rebuttal. I'm not controversial. I'm not doing nothing today. Today, I am Fly Mackey not. And we're going to have this conversation <laughs> about 
crypto and how we can be in this conversation meaningfully, right? So let's frame this conversation up a little bit. I want to talk about the beginning of it because for me, my beginning in the conversation of crypto came from my son. He was in high school. He's now 27 years old, but he was in high school and he said, mom, I want to invest in this thing called Bitcoin. Well, I didn't know what a Bitcoin was. And the only thing I knew about cryptocurrency was that it's been around for a while, but only governments use it to buy missiles, right? So I'm like, <laughs> what is my kid going to be doing with cryptocurrency? And is going to buy missiles? Is gonna, uh, the Fed, <laughs> like, it's not that unreasonable. This is a kid at the age of, you know, in sixth and fifth and sixth grade was hacking like dead satellites for Russia, right? And was invited to Vassar and to coding programs at 14, 15 years old. So it would not be unreasonable for him to be going, you know, there's some missiles laying around someplace, you know, and I, <laughs> it would not be that unreasonable. So I said to my son, dear beloved son, as much as I love you and adore you, and you know, my, your mother has a beautiful ministry and she loves the Lord and she will preach the gospel, but prison ministry is not in my future. So could you like tell me what is going on with you in this conversation around crypto? He's like, mom, it's the next best thing. I'm telling you, this is what's going to happen. It's based on communities and trust and blah, blah, blah. So I'm watching him and I'm like, okay, how much is the cryptocurrency? He's like Bitcoin. I'm like Bitcoin. Okay. So it's a bit of a coin. So how much is that? He's like, like two or three cents. I'm like, okay, I can afford that. <laughs> so he did it. You know, he started investing that early and I just sort of watched him still sort of dismissive a little bit because I didn't get it. But that was my intro to crypto. He's able to sell his crypto, probably wish he waited a long time instead of selling oh, his yeah. sort of graduation. But he was still able to buy himself a little house, which is, you know, wonderful. Right. And um, here in Arizona. And I love him because he was a, he was the one who opened up my little mind. that kept saying, you know, no good thing comes from doing things that you can't spell or pronounce or you got to just stay straight and narrow when it comes to money. You 20 to life in the Fed pen is not cute. What are you talking about, son? <laughs> yeah. I said, Yale, not jail. Yale, not jail. Right. And so. You know, he's in the game in a different way, and he sort of educates me. And him and actually Fly are pretty fast friends. They became fast friends because they sort of think the same way. What was your intro, Adrian, into the crypto conversation? So in 2009, uh, I was doing marketing consultations, and I was helping people figure out monetization strategies and how to onboard new users and how to go global and viral. And uh, this guy called me up and, and wanted to do a consultation, and he's like, can I pay you in Bitcoin? And I was like, what's Bitcoin? <laughs> and, and and I'm like, it's an hour of my life. I don't care, whatever. Uh, you know, if it, if it goes to nothing and it's worthless, it's, you know, I just chalk it up to Vegas money. And uh, so I got 2,500 Bitcoin, and, which was fine. And, and then I, I have no idea where it is. So I, <laughs> at the time, like at end of 2017, when it was hitting $20,000, I had a whole bunch of people volunteering to help me find it. And uh, since then, we've done a whole forensic audit. And I have every hard drive that I've had in the last 20 years, except one. I gave my, my Mac G5 to an art nonprofit so that they could learn Final Cut, and we're, we're pretty sure it's on that. Oh, wow. And we don't, know, we don't know where it is anymore. It's like, it's, it's gone. It was, that was 2009. So, um, so I'm, I'm one of the many who have lost all of their Bitcoins. Uh, my former co-founder, actually, when he would swap hard drives and he'd upgrade his computers, he would take his old hard drives out to the desert and blow them up. And he had 50 Bitcoin on there. So it was only worth, you know, a few bucks or whatever. So he didn't think anything of it. And he blew it up. And then at the end of 2017, I was like, you know, you could have paid off your student loans with that. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I can't even imagine being in that situation when losing 2,500 Bitcoin. And it, was 40 mil it was $40 million. I had so many people. Oh there my like, we gosh. can help you find this. I would be I in like, such a Barry Manilow moment every day talking about feelings. Oh, yeah. But you know what? Here's the, here's the deal. And, and here's the issue that I have with, with cryptocurrency. I do not believe that mainstream uh, consumers, mainstream people are actually quite ready for it because it requires self-sovereignty. It requires the ability to own your decisions. You know, my word is my bond. My handshake is a contract. And self-reliance and personal responsibility. You own your keys. If you don't own your keys, you don't own your crypto. And, you know, there's no go back fees. You don't have third party people to blame. And you can't just call up the bank and say, can you reverse that transaction? Uh, so that would make me we so ha sad. We, we have to move society a little bit to the point where people are actually getting back to relying on themselves wholly. I mean, I, and would, I, always, I totally agree with you when it comes to that. I, I, 
We're going to take a quick break here on um, Independent Talk Radio, but I want you to hold that thought. I will, I will. Hold that thought, and we're going to get right back to it, so that way you don't have to worry about it. Here on 1100 KFNX. We're looking at the trading that's going on with Bitcoin today. Look at that. Oh, boy. Can you believe that? The market moved $130 million today in Bitcoin in the last 25 minutes. Wow. Don't miss that on the Bitcoin revolution. This is Fly Mackey with the Fly Mackey Show. You can find us at BITC21.com. That's BITC21.com. That's BITC21.com. Or text us at 480-466-1096. You don't want to miss out. Oh, boy. I can't believe we get to do this. AMI Diamonds and Jewelry. Guaranteed wholesale prices to the public on all diamonds, gems, pearls, and jewelry. That's 60 to 80% off retail prices or more, which makes it the perfect place for price hunting. Located at Cactus and Tatum across from Paradise Valley Mall, AMI Diamonds and Jewelry offers highly reliable servicing for all your fine jewelry and watch repairs, as well as bead and pearl stringing. The owner is a global diamond specialist, obtaining investment-grade GIA-certified fine-quality diamonds for a small commission, thus making them a sparkling commodity that you can see, touch, and enjoy. Diversify. Invest. Make a statement and enjoy portable wealth. AMI Diamonds also buys gold, gems, pearls, diamonds, and fine jewelry. AMI Diamonds pays out some of the best values for your items in the Phoenix area. You'll be satisfied working with professionals who each have over 40-plus years of experience in the jewelry trade. Same-day service available. Stop in today. AMI Diamonds, a family business with a very friendly environment. AMI Diamonds. Call today, 602-923-8200. 602-923-8200. Nothing feels better than a good night's sleep. But unfortunately, many people just aren't waking up feeling refreshed and recharged. Lots of things can affect our sleep patterns, so we have to make sure we are supporting the body. Sleep Health by Emerald Laboratories offers support to fall asleep and stay asleep, along with promoting nighttime calmness and relaxation. Sleep Health by Emerald Laboratories contains sun theanine, which is clinically proven to help promote deeper, better quality sleep without residual drowsiness. Sleep Health also contains melatonin in a therapeutic dose, shown in studies to reduce restlessness and daytime fatigue, passion flower to promote natural relaxation, and European lemon balm to help relax the brain and promote sleep. If counting Sheep isn't working for you. Try supporting the body with science-based ingredients. You can find the Emerald line of products at finer health stores nationwide or online at www.supplements.one. That's supplements.one. Emerald, the additive-free company. Save your teeth and clear up your bad breath with Dr. Gordon Wilson at TLC for Gums. Dr. Gordon uses therapeutic laser care to give you your best smile. He's friendly and the procedure is painless. For information, visit TLCforgums.com. That's TLC, the number four, gums.com. Or call 480-661-4867. Again, that's 480-661-4867. Money, 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 money. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about Monet, money, De Niro, cash coin, whatever you want to call it. At the end of the day, it's got to go from my hand to your hand for it to make any sense. I'm Tina Michelle filling in for Fly Mackey. He is on the road a little bit. I'll be here for the next two days. So if you'd like to call in, that's great. But right now, I'm here with the most beautiful disruptor of technology, Miss Adrian Ashley. And we're going to have these conversations probably from a different perspective than Fly, but It'll be quite interesting. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. Miss Adrian, are you still there? I certainly am. Well, I'm having so much fun because, you know, I love radio. I know you do. And I've been I do, too, because it means I don't have to actually do my hair and my makeup and I just get to talk. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, I had to come into the studio, so I actually at least had to wipe my nose and not have, like, my hair and afro and stuff. You know, I had to make it make yeah. sense. But I yeah. love the fact, because you're a South by Southwest, right? I am. I actually just finished a shoot at Gibson Guitars, so I I do have hair and makeup on. I am camera ready right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, and I was really thinking about coming down there again this year. I think I need to coordinate better with you. The people who you wanted do. to go was sort of like, I was like, nah, not compelling. Nah, 
not compelling. But, you know, I know if you and I walked in Crypto Vixen and Crypto Diva, we'd rock the house. It'd be very easy. Oh, yes, it would. Very easy. So I want to finish up what you were saying before. Yeah. So so what I was saying before, I liken this, you know, the, the whole thing about mainstream consumers adopting crypto. I look at it like this. If we hit the zombie apocalypse right now, who's going to survive? Right now, those are the only people who are really going to be able to manage crypto, the people who are super self-sufficient. But there are a lot of projects that are, that are driving into the mainstream. And it, it's not just about crypto. It's not just about cryptocurrency. It's about blockchain. And just like most people don't understand the underlying technology that makes their email work, they know how to use email. If you use it, they don't understand how it works. And I think that's going to be the same way blockchain is going to start going into the consumer market. And I think that's also going to be the same way that people are going to start to really start using crypto as currency, as a method and a means of trade. Well, I think it's the same thing. Yeah, I believe that because, first of all, I'm sort of laughing because you said the zombie apocalypse, right? That's cracking me up by itself. But um, most people don't know what it is. And, you know, when I start talking about mining and blockchains and I literally, all you see is like white noise going behind my eyes. It's like, because <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. I just know it needs to be talked about. So not to give everybody, you know, a, a, they're not going to get their master's or PhD education in crypto, but what has been your experience? What made you really sort of jump in besides losing $41 million? I mean, I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't just go on some Xanax and call it a day, right? Um, but you lost $41 million, and but yet you went in to sort of smack that thing. Well, so here's the thing. So I have a project that is an artificially intelligence-driven dating app, and it logs consent on the blockchain. We have this whole Me Too epidemic, and I noticed that nobody was actually doing anything to solve that problem. I also know that, you know, as someone who spent nine years single and seven of those nine years, 99.9% celibate, uh, we have an epidemic of uh, women, about 70% of the women on mainstream dating apps have been unwillingly celibate for more than a year. And so this is, this is a crucial problem that I found a way to solve. And my dating app is called Lolly, L-O-L-Y. And it does two things. It actually convinces women to actually get in the shower, shave their legs, and show up for dinner. Because <laughs> using our, our reputation and staking system, it gives them the safety, certainty, and security to say yes, which is always the big problem. You know, a woman's worst or a man's worst fear going on a blind date or a Tinder date is that she's going to be fatter in her picture and a woman's worst fear is that she's going to be murdered so you, you have to actually accommodate <laughs> i mean it's not funny but it's perspectives. funny <laughs> it's, it's not funny but it's damn funny and you know but this is the world that we live in and you know and the fact that our app actually logs consent on the blockchain is is really interesting because the the men love it because they're they're afraid that they're going to have false allegations they've got a lot of danger you know we're worried about getting murdered and they're worried about uh you know being falsely accused and going to jail so consent on the blockchain every guy that i've said it to absolutely loves it and for the women what they love is the the matching because we match based on sexual compatibility and at the end of my pitches they come up to me and they're like it's been three years when, when is this app coming out oh my i mean goodness. everybody wants it and you know, the whole point is it's it's on blockchain it uses cryptocurrency but just like everybody when you play a game and you buy tokens to boost and upgrade i mean it's the exact same thing and they're going to get to use it in a way that they understand because a dating app they get what that is right yeah the problem in the problem is in crypto first of all they call it dap second of all they call it wallets and people are like they just get confused and I'm, I keep trying to push into the crypto world. Look, DVDs came out because people knew what the form factor of a CD was, yeah. and that made sense to them. And so you have to use common terminology that they already understand. It's an app, not necessarily a DAP, right? They don't know what a DAP is. They go, a DAP? You mean like a DAB? You mean like pot? I mean, like, like, give it, me DAP? Like, no, like, slap me five? Like, DAP? You know, I, that's my right. relationship with DAP, right? <laughs> yeah, they don't, they, they don't get it. And so... You have to use the common vernacular that the mainstream actually already understands that they have some context of what you're trying to do. And, and so that's difficult when you have this new burgeoning uh, economy and this new industry because they want to have their own 
super secret language. But at the same time, when you have that super secret language, you're locking out a lot of your potential customers. It's and the so choice. these are the these are the things that I advise. I advise companies all over the world. As, a, as I'm a blockchain advisor, and that's one of the biggest things is who's your market? How are we going to drive adoption? And where are we going to get your customers? And then how are we going to get your customers to share what what they're doing what they're doing on your platform with their friends so that they'll bring their friends in. So how are we going to drive the tokenomics? Are, how are we going to do the gamification to get your user base increased? Like, these are all the regular conversations that you have in a business. Yeah. That's the other piece of this, right? So crypto, you know, in the end of 2017, early 18, it was like a white paper and a dream. Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be that, and it probably kind of still is, that really only, a, you know, a 24-year-old, 25-year-old Stanford graduate can go down to Palo Alto, sketch something out on a napkin at a bar on Sand Road, and, and get funded. Now, with ICOs, they were able to whip up a white paper, call a few friends, and go, hey, you want to be advisor, you want to be co-founder, put everybody in there, launch a website, boom, make $15 million. And that wasn't necessarily legal. And most of those businesses, most of those ideas never actually came to fruition. So now we have to actually still do an equity round, build the product, and then we can launch a utility token. But... All these ideas, I mean, the creativity in this, in this industry is great, but you have to be able to pick out what's a scam and what's not. And that's pretty much what I've been doing the last year is teaching hedge funds and family offices who really want to invest in crypto, who uh-huh. want to make the money, uh-huh. how to do the due diligence. You so know, that's so critical. Look, looking at an actual business. Is it an actual business? Does it's- it have an actual business model? Does it have a revenue model other than... We're going to issue this token, pump it up to five bucks, sell, and everybody's going to get rich. You know, that's the, not a business model. You know, the founder of this show is Dave Mackey, and I love him so much. He's my favorite person. Um, and I don't know if I like him or I like Capone more. You know, the dog is my best friend. So right now, I don't look like him, but we both have good hair. He's actually on right now with us. He's traveling. He's on vacation. David, I don't know if you can pipe on with Adrian on. Is that possible? David, are you hearing my brilliant friend, Adrian Ashley, I, talk I am. about the industry? I, I, I am. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. That, that that's a you you got it going on there. We need to. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, crypto divas I, I must like exist. That. It must exist. You know the the uh, when we when we go uh, live on worldwide TV, you know we'll have a we we got to have a show like um, the divas of uh, of crypto. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah! Absolutely. Well, I'll bring all that, I'll bring all my crypto victims on. Let me tell you, we're part of women <laughs> in the industry. And I love what David is doing. Here's what David's doing. I don't know, Adrian, if you were able to go to flymackey.com. He's actually educating and having um, this conversation in a meaningful way here on Tier One Radio in Phoenix, Arizona. And I get to do something you know that I love, Adrian is we're producing his television show on CTYC Television, AZ, and Worldwide. And so I'm excited about the convergence of this information. So um, I gave him a little bit of a taste of Crypto Divas and what we're potentially able to do. But I wanted him to see himself that I know some of the smartest people. Adrian Ashley is definitely one of them. She is a technology disruptor. So I hope you're impressed. I I like it. I, I like what you, that you're educating the um, hedge fund guys because I I work with a few of them, and uh, oh yeah, you know these guys are ex- they're excited one minute and nervous the next, but the, really the key is who who can you trust in the industry? That's right. And the uh, now the difference between what I do and I kind of think what uh, maybe Adrian does and some of the others out there is we're Bitcoin brokers, so we broker some of the largest deals in the world. When it comes to Bitcoin, because yep. it's pretty where shiny do you coin. Find, where well, do you guys, find we got to take a quick Bitcoin. break. Take a quick break. We'll be got right it. back. We're in Fly Mackie. The FAA says it won't unground the 737 MAX jets until a software upgrade has been completed and then tested properly. President Trump says he hopes the planes are flying again soon. Oh, I hope it's going to be for a short period of time, and I hope it's 
Look, they have to find out what it is. The biggest thing is they have to find out what it is. I'm not sure that they know. But I thought we had to do it. We had to take a cautionary route. Two of the planes have crashed in the last five months, causing them to be grounded. Enough Senate Republicans are expected to join with Democrats today to overturn the president's border emergency declaration. President says he'll veto it. The House voting 420 to nothing today to recommend the Justice Department release to Congress and the public the Mueller-Russia report when it's done. British lawmakers have turned down a proposal for a second Brexit referendum. And on Wall Street, the Dow is up about five points in trading. I'm Mike Moss. Arizona News Radio, Congressman Andy Biggs introducing a measure that would limit the president's emergency declaration powers, even though he supports President Trump's emergency declaration on border security. I am all on board with the emergency declaration that the president has made on the border. Congress delegated that power over the years. But Biggs says Congress has ceded too much of its power to the executive branch. His bill would have presidential emergency declarations requiring congressional approval within 30 days. A disapproval resolution on the border declaration coming up for a vote in the Senate. Martha McSally will vote against it. Kirsten Cinema hasn't said. House Transportation Committee here in the state passing a Senate bill banning texting and driving. Pete Johnson's son-in-law, Officer Clayton Townsend, was killed by a texting driver. This bill is so important. The people are behind it. The police are behind it. The measure would fine drivers $149 for a first violation, $240 for a second. The bill going to the House Rules Committee. Mid-60s in the deserts, mid-30s in the high country today. Jeff Scott, Arizona News. From the KFNX Weatherbug Weather Center, for this morning, a clear sky. Sunny today, high 66. Mainly clear tonight, low 46. Friday, sunshine and breezy, high 74. Saturday, sunny and breezy, high 76. Sunny Sunday, high 80. I'm meteorologist Jim Rinaldi from the KFNX Weather Bug Weather Center. Next news in 30 minutes or when it breaks on Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. We're looking at the trading that's going on with Bitcoin today. Look at that. Oh, boy, can you believe that? The market moved $130 million today in Bitcoin in the last 25 minutes. Wow. Don't miss out on the Bitcoin revolution. This is Fly Mackey with the Fly Mackey Show. You can find us at BITC21.com. That's BITC21.com. That's BITC21.com. Or text us at 480-466-1096. You don't want to miss out. Oh, boy, I can't believe we get to do this. Hi, this is Fly Mackey with the Fly Mackey Show. Have you ever wondered why your portfolio never moves? Only goes up a little bit at a time. Maybe 1% if you're lucky. Maybe 4% if you have a good broker. Join the Bitcoin revolution at 480-466-1096. There's been more millionaires and more billionaires made in cryptocurrency in 2017 than in the history of our country. You want to join the Bitcoin revolution today. That's 480-466-1096. 480-466-1096. Save your teeth and clear up your bad breath with Dr. Gordon Wilson at TLC for Gums. Dr. Gordon uses therapeutic laser care to give you your best smile. He's friendly and the procedure is painless. For information, visit TLCforgums.com. That's TLC, the number four, gums.com. Or call 480-661-4867. Again, that's 480-661-4867. Money, 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 money. That's what we're talking about. Isn't that the sexy word? Let me just say it again. Don't you like the way it rolls off my tongue? Money, 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 money. Join the Bitcoin revolution <laughs> with Fly Mackie. This is Tina Michelle. I may not be him. And you know what? He may be Native American and I am African American, but we both have a populace. Ah, I promise you. I promise you. We're here today with my friend and one of my BFFs, Adrian Ashley. She's down there by South by Southwest. She's disrupting technology, and she's been in this game for a long time as a leader in the conversation, not in the women's conversation, not in the Southwest conversation, not in a temporary conversation, but she's been a leader in the conversation for a long time after she lost about 41. Okay, can I say that loud, Adrian? 
41 no, million dollars. 41 million. <laughs> oh my gosh, where's the Xanax? Where's something? You know, I would try to find something to be on if I had to hear that again. And guess what? Mr. Mackey is supposed to be on vacation. And he has decided that in his vacation that he was going to come visit his show anyhow on the road. So are you still there, Fly Mackey? Uh, I'm here. I'm here, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much fun at doing this. As That's you can an incredible say. amount of money to lose. But you know, the millionaires, and I say this in my ads all the time, and it's true. It comes from the comes from the treasury. I didn't make it up. You know, if I could fluff myself, I'd probably never leave the house. But I'm tell you this: the more millionaires and more billionaires have been made in the last two years in crypto than in the history yep. of our country. Now, let me say this to your friend over there. The uh, here, Here's a nugget for you and for everyone out there that's listening around the world. The 75% of all billionaires were penniless at least once over the age of 50. Yep. Mm. That is that is, that is that? not a, that is a, that is a good thing to remember. So I have this, well, first of all, <laughs> Mercury's in retrograde right now. So I just threw up my hands and I said, I take nothing personally, not a, not a Mercury's darn thing. Mercury's in retrograde right now? Right now. And oh, you know what? You, it, it, everything hit the fan last Tuesday when it went into retrograde. It's the worst one ever. And I'm just like, I literally went, I'm good. I'm just going to rest, relax, socialize, have a good time. You know, before we went to break, you started talking about what uh, the public doesn't know it's called, but OTC deals, large Bitcoin private transactions. And uh, and I bet you probably got this same query because I got a query that uh, Citibank wanted to buy three million Bitcoin. And I said, on behalf of the entire Bitcoin community, no. So <laughs> one thing yeah. that we don't want is a big bank owning 15 percent of the entirety of the supply. And really, there's only more like an eight million supply. So that would have been a huge thing. And so, you know, I get all these huge requests and I look at them like, I think we need to have a conversation about the fact of life. Like, there, there are only 2,100, 21 million Bitcoin. That is not enough Bitcoin for every millionaire and billionaire in the world to have just one. So the fact that, that you want to buy, you know, 500,000 Bitcoin is really, number one, greedy. And, and number two, uh, I know the top three miner pools in the world. I'm personal friends with them. And uh, when you tell me that, you know, you're going to buy 800,000 Bitcoin from China, I'm like, no, you're not. They're hodling. I, 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 I literally just called them. They're hodling. You're not actually getting that. That's a broker who's lying to you and telling you that they have it. Well, you know something what I'm hearing in this, what we're having in this discussion, I'm going to have my kumbaya voice on. What I yeah. hear is a framing of what the reality of what crypto is about. It's not about right. big business centralized banks. It's not about greedy mongers who want to take over the world. It's about these collective community of interest who actually trade and sell and buy together. And we trust and yeah. love each other to be in a specific mindset of independence. So when you see these sort of these centralized banks try to like cryptocurrency is bad, it's bad, it's bad. They're doing it on purpose. It's like propaganda. You might as well throw flyers from the well, sky from the helium balloons so that they can com <laughs> completely move the general population, right? Well, yes and no. So JP Morgan, Jamie Dimon comes out and he goes, Bitcoin's a fraud, Bitcoin's a fraud. And then Bitcoin price crashed and then they bought 200, yeah, Chase bought say, $300 million. And then now they came out with their whole JP Morgan and they're like, no, no, we're just using the, the JP, JPM coin to, you know, transact money, you know, internationally faster and this and that. And I'm like, both. That's not exactly what you're doing. And the other piece of it is, you know, then I was just on a panel the other night here and it was. The, the funny thing was that, you know, they were talking about stable coins or the next big thing. And my philosophy is this. You, you were saying we love each other, we trust each other. No, the whole point of this is it's trustless. It's peer-to-peer -peer and trustless because we have consensus, because we have an, an, a, a, way, a mechanism built into the algorithm that it cannot be messed with, that, you know, that the consensus is this is an actual transaction. And once a block is built, that's it. Once it's mined, that block is permanent. The next block is built on that one. It can never be changed. So I, you know, it's, I love it's that. Well, see, that ledger, is trust. Right? That is trust, though. It if is. you were to look at really what trust is, I was talking to someone the other day, you know, from yeah. a mental, you know, philosophical standpoint. But, you know, I'm very into entomology. So if you are going to look at the word trust, it's the same word we use to secure our kids. Right. Financially. Right. It's the same thing. It's set in stone, can't change, can't move around. And so in case someone does lose their mind, you have to yeah. go to these rules no matter what.
Right. You have to go to these exactly. rules. So that's how we generate trust. So I need to ask someone, and, and, and Fly, are you still there? I'm, 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 man, this is, this is better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. We're having I, so I much fun. I think you got a little crush going on over there, and I, I can't say that. I'm, jo- I'm enjoying Not myself. This is awesome. You ladies are but awesome. I wanna, but I, I, want, I really want to finish this, this idea about stable coins because it's that trust thing, okay? So the idea of blockchain, the idea of Bitcoin, the entire founding of Bitcoin was, you know, the, the, the people, the, the 21%, I, I'm losing the number, I think it's 21%, uh, have zero access to banking. Mm-hmm. Maybe 38. They have zero access to banking. They, they don't have enough money to make it worth the bank's while to try and have them as customers. So that's kind of how this was created, so we can get everyone in on a global economy. It's based on math. It's not based on an arbitrary thing. So when you, when you have these people coming out and saying, we're going to do a stable coin, and it's going to be based on a basket of this fiat currencies, and I'm looking at them like, yeah. you literally just took decentralized, math-based, trustless, peer-to-peer, and you put it right back into the hands of the 13 families that own all the money in the world. And, and it literally goes back to those central offices where you've got the central banks where you've got these, you know, old guys in a room deciding how much I'm going to pay for bread because they're going to decide the value of money. Why would you ever do that when the whole point of cryptocurrency is that we, the people, actually determine our future? We are the ones who secure the nodes. We are the ones who do the mining. We are the ones who put together a master node for the one, you know, for staking instead of mining. Like, we, the people, are the ones doing it. Why would you ever hand that power back to the central banks and say, we're doing a decentralized cryptocurrency, but really we're still relying on those old men in the yeah. secret room yeah. deciding stuff? It's, it's ludicrous. It's the antithesis of the reason that this was all created, which drives me crazy. You know, and I, and I hear these conversations from a peripheral. I'm more of the general contract in the conversation. You're like specialists, right? You're both <laughs> specialists. You have specialty areas. And so I hear around it and I work around it and I learn around it and I get and I go, I work at it. But when I listen and I start putting the pieces together from the perspective of what people are thinking. Right. It's intentionally confusing. It's intentionally scary. And we know that a confused mind does nothing. So I would love to create a whole bunch of different informational platforms that people can jump in where they fit in, but yet they're going to know exactly what the heart of it is. The heart of it is about independence. It's not about centralization and handing it, like you said, back up to the top 13. The top 13 have had enough, long enough. What about us now? We need our own economy. That's true democracy, in my opinion. For the people, by the people, money for me. A revolution that cannot be stopped. We have two more minutes in this segment, and then we're going to wrap up. So I really want to think about this, Adrian. I want to – I get another show because Fly is supposed to be on vacation, though he's there lurking in a line, listening in. (laughs) I think he's just having fun. It's like fun. He gets to hear – I'm enjoying listening to the show. Yeah, I'm getting educated. (laughs) Uh, You're so great, though. He's great. I mean, he's been – he invested early, early mover – he has a, a lot of responsibility in the area of Bitcoin. He probably knows the same people you know, Adrian. I'm sure he does. It's a very, very small it's world. It's a very tiny world. It's a small world. If I could say one thing, and then I'll let you ladies get back to your show. The, um, I, I can, so Bitcoin, this is what I've been trying to say. I was an early adopter for when Bitcoin was first came out. You know, I owned, I owned the coin before it was worth a penny. Can you believe that? Oh my goodness! It's, it's, it's the question insane. is, how many of those do you still have? <laughs> That's the question. Well, I, I still have every single one that I own. So I got, and I think I can tell the world this: mm-hmm. the um, the there was six hundred that was that my buddy mined. He owed me money, and he said he was paying rent with it, and he's getting evicted. And finally, he says, "All right, I need to tell you the truth. Come over. This is what I've been doing." I'm like, "Oh, great." Uh, he said, it's online money. It's the future. And I'm like, well, it's not worth anything. So how are you going <laughs> to... You know what, guys? we got to take a but quick I, break and, never, and get the it, real it, money it, in. Oh, yeah. I, I own them all. Quick, I you, own every single one that, that before it was worth even a penny. But uh, I can tell you, the people thought I was crazy, but you're you're right. Why would we want... This is the people's money. Why would we want to turn it back over to the banks and let them take no. control? No more, no more, now, no more. They've been buying it. 
know, I know you guys got to go to a break, but yeah. you know, Jamie Dimon, his, arms, his arms are like flailing like crazy. He's like flailing. flailing. His arms are flailing like break, break. It's, it's time for okay. break. It's break. Okay. Okay. Hey, hey we'll God bless you break. guys. I'll <laughs> okay. Let's take a we'll break. We'll see you tomorrow. Can we take a God break bless now? You. Okay. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Fly Mackey with the Fly Mackey Show. Have you ever wondered why your portfolio never moves? Only goes up a little bit at a time. Maybe 1%. If you're lucky, maybe 4% if you have a good broker. Join the Bitcoin revolution at 480-466-1096. There's been more millionaires and more billionaires made in cryptocurrency in 2017 than in the history of our country. You want to join the Bitcoin revolution today. That's 480-466-1096. 480-466-1096. We know that there are two seasons in Phoenix, summer and nice, and nice is here. So is the brand new 2020 Camelback Toyota Corolla. 40 million sold worldwide already, and with good reason, efficiency, comfort, and power. Just what you expect from Camelback Toyota. I took a test ride, I expected a lot, and was rewarded wonderfully. This dream car is ready for you. So let's go places. Camelback Toyota is on Facebook, on the internet at camelbacktoyota.com, or just call Camelback Toyota at 602-464-7261. See for yourself on three acres of beautiful automobiles just around the corner at 16th Street in Camelback, in the heart of the Camelback Quarter. Nice is here. The 2020 Camelback Toyota Corolla is here. Drive your dream car out the door. And for details, call Camelback Toyota at 602-464-7261. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now, and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-327-1660. That's 800-327-1660. Again, 800-327-1660. Save your teeth and clear up your bad breath with Dr. Gordon Wilson at TLC for Gums. Dr. Gordon uses therapeutic laser care to give you your best smile. He's friendly and the procedure is painless. For information, visit TLCforgums.com. That's TLC, the number four, gums.com or call 480-661-4867. Again, that's 480-661-4867. Money, 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 money. This is Tina Michelle, and I am here on behest of Fly Mackie here on his microphone in the studio at Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. I'm having so much fun on the Fly Mackie show. If you want to know more about Fly Mackie, please go over to Fly, F-L-I, Mackie.com. And this is Tina Michelle from the TinaSpeaks.com, Tina Speaks Show. So this is so much fun, I don't even know what to say. There's only 10 more minutes. Adrian. My darling. Yes, darling, darling. My darling, my fellow darling. crypto vixen diva, would you join me tomorrow, same time, same place? I believe I might be able to do so. Okay, that'd be so fantastic. And if you have another lovely lady who um, wants to join in in a conversation, you know, we got to take this market back. We got to take, you know, we spend the money. Why can't we talk about the money? We are women. Well, we, we spend <laughs> We make 82% of the buying decisions. That's what I think is funny. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so let's lead so this. Why, let's lead this talk. Right. So why are people not 
spending more time to to really focus on getting women involved. If we make 82% of the buying decisions, then we are going to be quashing some of those crypto buying decisions that our men folk are making. Yeah. So they should be wooing us. Wooing us. Not ignoring wooing, us. Wooing, and wooing. not, and oh my God, can we get a, can we get a little controversial? What? Just a little. Well, you know, okay. this, I was warned, this is a conservative audience on terrestrial this radio. Is, they are absolutely No cuss words, no very, body parts. Oh, no. <laughs> That's why I said it's an immutable ledger instead of my regular word. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know. I know. And I figure your producer over there has got his finger on the dump button because sometimes I can't be trusted. But I'm in a really He doesn't know you. You're very, new to the Arizona thoughtful. market. You're brand new. So yes, but, they don't know. But you have to be on my know. show, the television. Adrian, did I tell you that yes. we bought a television network here in Arizona? We have you a did. full signal. Full signal. I'm, I am so, so, so excited. And we will definitely put a... Be putting my show on that. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Tales from the Crypt. It's basically like John Oliver's Last Week Tonight. So it's me, snarky, funny, looking like a Fox News broadcaster, super hot blonde, big boob, like that <laughs> whole thing. But talking crypto because uh, the the channel that we're airing on is 80% men. And so I want them to tune in, uh, number one, because they like the way I look. But number two, then I'm going to blow their minds and then they'll fall in love and then they'll tell their friends and it's all good. Is it already airing or no? No, we just we're starting uh, filming the pilot shortly. Okay, so, well, let me st- be in the conversation. You know, now we're at twenty eight TV networks, twenty six OTT, one over the air, another one over the air launching in Atlanta, another one over the air getting ready to launch in Toledo, Ohio. We will have five, fifty of those networks. I'm so excited! But we hit one hundred and ninety six countries, and Fly Mackey has now become part of that family. And so, I'm here. Oh yes. Oh, yeah, we will. You'll, you know, I'm going to talk to you about all this. Stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm you, having you are fun. my entertainment diva. Yes, we are going to have we got to do crypto so divas. First, we have to educate the world, the, the world. So so the whole crypto conversation. So actually what my show is, is it, it's snarky news. Snarky. So just like John Oliver makes makes fun of politics. I, you know, I make fun of, of crypto scams. So it's uh, it's very entertaining and educational. So I do talk about some of the great things that are happening. But at the same time, I also call out all the things that aren't great and then show people how to recognize them in other projects so that they don't get scammed. Uh, that's really important because I do believe when they say that crypto, everything will be crypto. Everything will be crypto. It may not be tomorrow, but it's coming. So well, let, me, let me put it this way. Here's, I want to give the audience, I want to give them a little background in why these hedge funds and family offices, these are people who have you know, billions of dollars. Why are they so interested in crypto? And I, wanna, I can explain it very quickly. So normally... When they're early investors, early adopters in startups, they do an equity investment. And that equity investment means that their money is tied up for five to 10 years before they have a liquidity event, before they can get their money back, before they start seeing any crop, any profit. Now, with the security token model, you can tokenize your, your equity, and it's in a token. And that token is then swappable on an exchange and only has to be held for 12 months. Uh-huh. So what they're looking at is the ability to invest and reinvest and flip that money 10 times versus once. So that's what's super exciting. So when you're thinking about your startups and you're thinking about, okay, I've got this great idea for a business and I just need to get some investment money, if you look at it and think, okay, well, how could I tokenize this? What would the tokenomics be? How would, how would the token actually function on our website? Or is it just a straight equity play? When you start to build in token into your startup, you actually increase the amount and potential investment in your company. So it was so funny. This somebody's like, "Oh yeah, we're going to tokenize water," and I was like, "I, you're crazy." <laughs> I didn't say that to their face because I was on a live interview oh, for I did the oh. I did the future of money, and I was like, "And next, okay." So I get pitched all the time. I was the number one woman in blockchain influencer in the world for six weeks last year. I'm number nineteen overall men and women. I now. love it. Yeah, I know. I know. And you are BA when it comes to this conversation. So that's why oh, I can't yeah. wait to see what we do. You know, my um, business partner, Larry Witherspoon, he's here in the audience um, listening to uh, this whole beautiful, snarky, sexy, powerful financial conversation that we're having. Isn't it more interesting than the boring fintech shows that they've got on CNBC and MSNBC and all that? They, when we have conversations like this, especially when you and I talk, people like they tune in, they listen and they get it. Yeah, That's they get the it. Different, right? We speak in a way that they can actually understand, get the lessons, figure it out, get interest, and then know where to go get more information or what, even the words to go look for. Right? That's right. It's, it's 
That's the difference. When you have we all have, these other We need shows, a glossary with us, right? Because you said DAP and oh, other totally. things that I'm going to be Googling um, the minute <laughs> that I get off, right? And then, you know, when we were talking about fintech, I think it's time for fintech conversations to be sexy, compelling, relevant, and actionable. And, and understandable. So that's yeah. the big thing. When they're like, you know, the PE ratios of the this and that, and I'm like, you just lost all of the mainstream consumers, and crypto is going to be mainstream. It is, is going to be mainstream. So they got to get out of that, that, that Charlie Brown teacher. They're going to get out of that right there. And, I, <laughs> and, and so there's a thing that Tim Draper and I are doing, and I proposed this a while ago, and then Tim heard me talk about it, and his eyes bugged out, and his jaw dropped, and he's like, let's do it. So I'm, I'm creating this thing, or I actually created it, and Tim and I are going to work on getting it passed through Congress. But it's called a sensible investor. So mm-hmm. right now, if you're not an accredited investor, you can't invest in things that have the highest revenue, highest ROI, the biggest gains, because you're not, you don't have enough money, right? Yeah. Now, my grandfather was a postman who saved and scrimped, and he had to put everything in CDs. And when he died, he left my mom over a million dollars from a mailman's salary, right? So that was not easy to do. Now, I liken this to if you're a sensible investor, you can read a business plan, you can read a white paper, you can determine whether or not the viability of this business is actually something that's going to work. If this team is actually legitimate, you can do your own due diligence and you can be responsible for your investment. They're still going to limit how much you can invest, but you can actually invest. So that's the key. And I always say, look, think of it like your Vegas money. If you're going to go drop $2,000 in Vegas, so I don't gamble. But if you're going to drop $2,000 in Vegas, why not think about taking, you know, 200 bucks of that? Yeah, and <laughs> investing it. 200 bucks of that and, and buying into an ICO on a project that you love. Like, here's a project that I love that I have zero affiliation with other than I saw her pitch once. I met her at this, this women's event, and I have been in love with this project ever since. And let me explain to you why. We look, look, look. We might have to do the pot de tomorrow because we only have one more minute left. And what are the chances okay. of you having her come on as your guest tomorrow? I, I, I don't know if I can reach her, but I will. But my whole point is her project literally solves the nursing shortage oh, because wow. it takes three weeks to get your to get verified at a new hospital. Uh-huh. And and now she has it so that everything's on the blockchain. And you can just walk right in and boom, all your credentials are there. Your vaccinations are there. Everything's all in one place. It's all verified. It's all on blockchain. It's all cert- certain and trusted and boom, done nursing crisis. Averted. Oh my gosh, so I absolutely love this, that. That's what I'm saying. So the projects that I love are projects that are going to impact humanity right mm-hmm. now, not 10 years from now, making really rich people even richer. Well, so you, those are the things that really make me excited. Well, I can't wait to talk to you again tomorrow. And again, invite some women to the party. Hey guys, thank you for being here with me. I'm Tina Michelle here on the FlyMackie.com show on 1100 KFNX. I love the fact that we get to be here today, and I hope you had a lot of fun. We'll talk to you tomorrow, same time. Ciao.